Hey guys, thank you for joining me for another episode. Listen, today's episode is is definitely a powerful one. But before I get started, I want to say, you know, thank you guys for supporting the podcast and for, you know, listening and I pray that these messages that I bring to you through these podcasts will bless your life and as they have blessed mine. And I pray that whether you listen to them in the morning or in the middle of your day or at the end of your day, whenever you do listen to them, my hope is always the same, that they will lift your spirit and encourage you in your walk. And I believe today's uh, message will definitely do that. And so as we dig in, I pray that you would just open your heart and just hear what God has to say to you today. So the message is titled, Never the Same. And... You know, I'm sure when you look back at your life, you you can name various experiences that you had that changed you, sometimes in subtle ways and sometimes in profound ways. Maybe you did something crazy like jumping out of a plane or traveled to some remote island in the Pacific. If you're a parent, you already know the many ways having kids can change you, but we'll talk about that on another day. Sometimes it is a person you meet that inspires you to change or be better. The fact is we go through things that change us or we encounter people who inspire change in us. One day I was at my wife's office and struck up a conversation with one of her employee's daughter who happened to be there at the same time. And we talked about you know what she wanted to do with her life and I asked her questions trying to understand why she was choosing that path because it just didn't seem like she was excited about it. So the conversation conversation led to discovering what really motivated and excited her, and that sparked something in her that led to a, to her changing course. And today she is a successful and happy person living out her purpose. After the conversation I had with her that day, I had no idea that what I said to her made a difference. I, it wasn't until later that my wife told me that the conversation I had with this young lady changed her life. It seemed like such a simple encounter, nothing crazy, just a simple conversation. But sometimes simple conversations lead to life-changing experiences. That is where we pick up today, a simple conversation that had a life-changing consequence. John 4, 5-6 says, So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, so Jesus, tired as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour, which is around noon. So Jesus sends his disciples into town to get food, and while he's waiting at the well, a Samaritan woman shows up to get some water. You can see the stage being set Jesus meant to be there at just the right time. He was waiting on her to get there so he could strike up a conversation with her, one that she never saw coming and one that she would walk away from never the same again. That is just what Jesus does. He meets you where you are when you are not expecting it and changes you forever. You know, and he does it with grace and mercy, not condemnation or judgment, which is what this woman was was used to. He never fusses at her or yells at her. He confronts her with with love and grace. You see, there's a reason she showed up during the hottest part of the day. Shame. She did not want to go when all the other women went to the well because of the shame of her mistakes. She did not want to face them 
and have to hear their comments or deal with the looks they would give her. But she definitely wasn't expecting Jesus to be sitting there in the middle of the day. Check out how the conversation starts in John 4, verses 7 through 9. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? Jews in that day did not like Samaritans or have anything to do with them, for that matter. But we know Jesus had a purpose. Luke 19.10 For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. And that extended to every race and people. Jesus was not concerned with where she was from, only where she was going. The conversation continues and Jesus essentially tells her that if you knew who you were talking to, you would be the one asking. Jesus goes on to tell her that the water he gives is eternal and that anyone who drinks it will never be thirsty. Listen to her response in John 4.15. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Jesus has her attention now, and she, is def- she definitely wants what Jesus is offering, but she still doesn't get it. This is where the conversation gets real, and her perception of Jesus changes. John four sixteen through 19 says, Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true, the woman said. Sir, I perceive, see how her perception changes. Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Jesus calls her out on her sin and pierces straight to the heart. This is that moment when her heart probably sank and she knew there was something special about him, thinking, how did he know these things? She realizes Jesus is a man of faith And now she wants to talk about religion. And doesn't happen. A lot of pastors talk about that, how when people realize they're a pastor, all of a sudden they want to start talking about, you know, about religion. And so no different with Jesus. She all of a sudden, now she wants to talk about religion. So she says in John 4, 20, our fathers worshiped on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem, that is the place where people ought to worship. But Jesus wastes no time avoiding this rabbit hole and sets the record straight. John 4, 22, you worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation comes from the Jews. Now, Jesus is telling her a simple truth. To know someone is to have a relationship with with them. And how can you have that with a God who isn't real? But we, talking about the Jews, Worship what we know, telling her those who worship the God of Israel have a relationship with him because he is real and makes himself known to them. And that salvation comes from the Jews, referring to Jesus, of course. They continue talking, and Jesus tells her about worshiping God and how the Father seeks those who worship him in spirit and in truth, in the verses 23 and 24. Now comes the part that changes everything. John 4, 25-26 says, The woman said to him, I know the Messiah is coming. When he comes, he will tell us everything, or tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. 
She is waiting on the Messiah. And Jesus is like, I was here waiting on you first. You know, remember, he was at the well waiting on her. And it's just a funny twist to see how she's, you can see that she's waiting on the Messiah to come because she believes the Messiah will reveal all things to her and tell us, tell her all these things. And Jesus is like, that's me. I was here waiting on you. So just a cool way to, to, to see that. But finally, she begins to understand just how special that conversation was. And Jesus puts it as plainly as he could and tells her, look, I am the Messiah you are waiting on. After Jesus told her this and she realized who he was, something in her changed and the very people she was seeking to avoid because of her shame were the very people she went to and told about Jesus. She was so excited about the good news that she forgot why she came to the well and left her water jar on the ground and went back to the town telling everybody about Jesus. Clearly, she was not worried about what they might say because her life was changed that which that which she was afraid of she's no longer afraid of she encountered god in the flesh and all she could talk about was jesus and her testimony the encounter begins with a woman clothed in shame avoiding others and ends with the woman clothed in love and grace that that does not avoid others but boldly shares about jesus with them jesus showed her favor and look at the evidence of a life touched by grace, by the grace of God. John four thirty nine. Many Samaritans from that town believed in him because the woman's testimony. She was blessed and she became a blessing. God's favor always leads to others being blessed. I will leave you with this. Anytime we encounter Jesus, he changes the way we see things. Three things to be exact. He changes the way you see God, yourself, and others. Jesus could have avoided her. I mean, the disciples didn't understand why he was talking to her anyway, you know, in the first place. But he didn't he didn't do that. He saw a person that was broken and carrying the weight of her sin and shame, and he showed her grace and compassion and did what only he can do. He set her free, and she was never the same again. God, thank you so much for all that you do for us. God, thank you for how you bless our life. Thank you for the encounters that we have uh, and that we've had with you. Those who are believers in you, at some point, God, they had an encounter with, with Jesus. They encountered his love, his compassion, his mercy, his grace, his forgiveness. God, whatever it is that they needed, they encountered it in him. And in him, they found everything they needed especially salvation. God, thank you for what Jesus did on the cross. And thank you that, that we serve a God that we can know, that we know you. And we know you because we have a relationship with you, because we walk with you daily. And if, you're, and if there, there's anybody out there that's not walking with you daily, God, I pray that you would encourage their heart and that they would make time to walk with you daily because when you walk with with God, you get to know Him. So God, thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you for revealing yourself to us. And thank you for revealing yourself to us through your Son, Jesus. I pray, God, that as we go through this day, 
that we would be like the Samaritan woman, that we would just boldly go and tell people about you, that we would live a life that is that shows evidence of being changed, a life that that declares your favor, that that a life that is just that shines brightly with your with your love and with your with your mercy and with your blessings. God, this woman was so changed that she went and told everybody about it. She could not contain the the good news. She couldn't hold it back. She went and told everyone, and many were blessed because her life was changed. God, I pray that as we go through this day that that we will bear the same fruit, the same evidence, that through us, God, your your grace and mercy will flow, and people around us will come to know you and put their faith in you and believe in you because they see evidence of you in us. Thank you, God, for all you do. We praise you and we bless you. Amen.